Welcome and good evening all. Tonight's listening is three true scary Home Alone and Intruder stories. I want to say thank you to everyone since we started uploading on a regular basis. The channel's doing better than it ever has, and I hope it keeps getting better. Anyway, without further ado, let's begin. Number 1 I was 12, my older sister and I were home alone for the weekend. I was waiting for a friend to pick me up and getting restless. There was a knock on the door. Thinking it was her, I ran to answer it without checking through the peephole. A man was standing there with a clipboard, and he said he needed to check our gas meter. I was entrenched in the disappointment of my friend still not having arrived, so I just told him, yeah sure, whatever you need to do. I didn't notice at the time, but he wasn't dressed as a city official. He had on a green and purple shirt with bold stripes like the host of Blue's Clues. He came in and immediately went up the stairs to where our bedrooms were and walked into the open door of my room, the typical girly girl room with pink and glitter. Thank God my sister came down the stairs at almost the exact same moment. She said, oh is that Daphne's dad? Why is he going upstairs? And I complained about how Daphne wasn't here and was going on about how unreliable she was when my sister cut me off. Wait, wait, if Daphne isn't here, then who is that? I said he's here to read the gas meters. Her face turned white. She flung open the front door and dragged me out, hand clamped over my protesting mouth. She said, our gas meters are outside. Neither of us had a cell phone, it was the 60s, and obviously we weren't going back in the house to call authorities on the landline phone. Then my ever resourceful sister had a stroke of genius. A man was walking right by our house and she motioned him over. She called loudly into the house. Oh dad, it's good you're home. A man from the city is here to read the gas meters upstairs. And just like she talked, the man on the street says, what are you talking about? The man in the striped shirt bolted out of the house. The man on the street asked us repeatedly if we were okay. If we needed him to stay and wait in the yard with us until our parents came home. He was very sweet. We were so startled that we barely thanked him before slamming and locking the doors and windows. As irate as my sister was that I let someone in the house, she begged me not to call the authorities because my parents left her in charge and she'd worried she'd be in trouble. I didn't want to catch any heat for carelessly allowing some guy in, so I was on the same page. Three weeks later, a girl in our community went missing. Same MO. She was home alone and authorities found the door open and no signs of forced entry. My sister and I discussed our options, but deep down knew we had no choice but to come clean. We told the police everything. I don't know if it ever helped, but they did tell us that they had reason to believe it was the same man. They also tracked down the man who helped us on the street. Turns out we already knew him. He worked in a butcher shop. We just didn't recognise him. He was lifelong friends with the family after that. Our parents were mortified. They weren't angry with us, just glad we were okay. Though, they did review all the rules of caution and didn't leave us home alone for a while. They found the girl and said she'd been held for a few days and then burned alive. They never caught the man, but fear not. He was in what appeared to be his early 30s in the 1960s, so in any case he has to be dead by now. I just thank God every day for my sister's resourcefulness and quick action. Number 2 This happened to me just last Tuesday, and I can't stop thinking about it. I'll start this story by saying I'm a 30-year-old female who lives with my fiancé and our two dogs. 
I have two huskies. One is two and one is four months old. My huskies are not guard dogs to save their life. They don't bark nor howl. These dogs just love people so much. My friends have walked in on multiple occasions and the dogs don't make a peep. So anyways, it's 8pm, it's dark out, and I'm home alone. My fiancé had a hockey game. So I'm here in the bedroom with the door closed and the blow dryer going, so I can't really hear anything going on around me. That is, until I hear one of the dogs howl. I stop the blow dryer and listen, thinking that the dogs are fighting again. Then, I hear a faint knock and the dogs start going apeshit. They're barking, howling, jumping into the bay window, so bad I thought they'd break it. I'm thinking what the fuck is making them go so crazy like that? Maybe a dog or a skunk? I look out of my bedroom window, as it was the closest view to the front door for me. Well, lo and behold, there's two men in hoodies, standing at the front door. They start knocking louder, and this time my two-year-old husky jumps from the bay window to the front door and starts growling and ramming his body into the door. I'm watching this from my bedroom, as the dogs jump into the door. One of the men jumps back startled, looking at the other guy, and then they just walk away. I called my fiancé to get home ASAP. I watched them walk away down the road. They weren't selling anything, and they didn't stop at any other houses. I was so creeped out, and I still am. Thank goodness for my crazy dogs. Number 3 This actually happened well over 10 years ago, so I'll try my best to describe the events accurately. One of my childhood homes had a balcony that was attached to both my mother's bedroom and mine via big double glass doors in each of our rooms. Next to the balcony are two trees. One I often used to climb up and down from the balcony. This balcony faced out to the street. One night when I was about 13 and my brother and mother weren't home, I was reading in bed with a very dim reading light. I heard what sounded like something moving in one of the trees outside, but this didn't worry me as possums and bats are common in our area. Now I had thin curtains on the glass doors that separated my room and the balcony. As mentioned previously, the doors faced out towards the street where street lamps light was always visible through my curtains. Shortly after hearing the tree rustling noises, I see a shadow slowly move past the doors, at which point I immediately turn off my reading light and freeze like a deer in headlights. The shadow is tall, so it wasn't one of the neighbour's kids that I'm friends with, and it certainly wasn't my all-five-foot mother. The person moved slowly, creeping as though they were trying not to be noticed. They wouldn't likely be able to see into my room, but I could see them thanks to the streetlights behind them creating a dark silhouette. They moved past my doors out of sight. I sat there unable to move or even think about what to do other than absolutely remain still. That is, until I heard another sound. The sound of someone trying to open a glass door, my mum's balcony glass door. I didn't know if she had locked them or not, but I wasn't taking chances. I moved as quickly and as silently as I could to my bedroom door and locked it. I listened for what the person was doing now. They were still jiggling the glass door handle, but it sounded like the doors weren't opening. I felt relief. This person couldn't get in, surely. All I had to do was wait for them to realise that, and then they would leave, right? Well, I heard light footsteps move back along the balcony to my set of glass doors, until I saw his shadow stop directly in front of them. Again, I froze. He couldn't see me 
he couldn't know I can see him. I saw a shadow of a hand reach up to my door handle and my heart stopped. Had I actually locked those doors myself today? I was out there earlier. What if I forgot? The seconds leading up to him grabbing the handle felt like an eternity. But thankfully, when this person tried to open a door, it did not open. It was locked. I sighed such a sigh of relief. I was worried he had heard it. After this, he began pacing the lengths of the balcony. I didn't have a mobile phone as my mum thought me too young to have one yet, and the landline was at the other end of the house. But I was too scared to take my eyes off this person, even to call for help. I was silently crying, tears falling down my cheeks as I internally prayed they would just leave. Then I heard him stop moving. He then said, I could just break the glass, you know. Before I could even process this, I saw car headlights turn around the corner of my street and then stop at our property gate. My mum was home. The person on the balcony moved out of sight and I heard a loud thump as they jumped off it. When my mum came inside, I was hysterical and was barely coherent in telling her what had happened. Eventually, I got the message across and she called the police. They never found or caught anyone but a neighbour reported a truck in the street that matched the description of a truck that they had been reported recently for attempted child abductions near my school a block away. Since I walked the short distance daily, the police suspected that he had followed me or seen that I lived there and waited for me to be alone. Thank you all for listening. Be sure to check out my channel for uploads you probably missed recently. There's such a wide selection. Anyway, I'll see you all in the next one. Thank you.